If you've ever had an ounce of gun training, you know the old rule. If you're going to shoot, you shoot to kill. Our president is famously unaware of that rule. So what do you do when an emergency situation calls for action on your part, but maybe doesn't, you know, call for you to shoot to kill? The Berna Launcher. Uh, these are fantastic. They're a great complement to your firearms uh, and your, your self-defense, your home defense. There are situations where less lethal is the way to go, and Berna is the best alternative to deadly force. It fires powerful deterrents like uh, you know, kinetic rounds, tear gas. They have a bunch of different options. And, and government agencies and police departments across the country are relying on Berna every day as their go-to less lethal option. It works for them, and it will work for you, too. Sometimes an emergency situation is going to force you to choose between life and death, but that isn't every situation. And remember, once that bullet leaves your gun, you can't take it back. With Berna, your safety comes at a lower price. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com slash Glenn. Get an exclusive 10% discount right now. Berna.com slash Glenn. It's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Stu today. Uh, last night was uh, the Michigan primary yesterday and didn't hear a lot about it. Um, big win for Donald Trump over Nikki Haley. She's 41 points, so I'm sure she's still in this race, right in the thick of it. Uh, also on the Democrat side, some interesting things going on. We're going to get into that in one minute. You try to never allow yourself to be caught off guard when something unexpected happens. So what do you do when something like a natural disaster rolls through the area where you live? Wait in line at the store for hours only to find out that everything's already been snatched up? Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. My Patriot Supply is here. They have helped millions of American families prepare for whatever might come their way. And many of them start with a four-week emergency food kit. There are 16 food and drink varieties, so you aren't going to get bored with your selection. These meals contain over 2,000 calories per day, so they're going to get you through an emergency situation. Since they're sealed inside incredibly durable packaging, they're able to last up to 25 years in storage. And maybe most importantly, this food is delicious. It's good. When you eat it, you know that you're not eating some like weird survival food. It's just good food. Stock up on all the food kits your family needs at MyPatriotSupply.com. Get each four-week food kit for 60 bucks off. You also get free shipping. Protect yourself and protect your people. Start preparing at MyPatriotSupply.com. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Now, obviously, the big story of the day is BYU's victory on the road at Kansas uh, last night. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not what I had. 66-68 uh, over the Kansas Jayhawks in Lawrence. 
which never happens. Again, I have a whole list of topics I wanted to get to today. And that was that at was, the tippy top no, in bold? not listed at all. What? Yeah. What? I, I know, it's what weird. What an egregious oversight on your part, Stu. Hmm. Wow. Was the uh, was the primary in Michigan one of them? It was one of them. It, it was, was actually one the one I have huh. right here. It weird. says Michigan. All right, well, maybe we could deal with that. I mean, if you want to bury the lead... You want to bury the lead story on this? That's fine. I, I guess I do. That's fine. Yeah. All right. The Michigan primary happened uh, yesterday. It did. Sort of. It did. It kind didn't of. actually happen fully because of some weird conflict with all these rescheduling situations have, have been a real problem. It's been weird this year with Nevada, with Michigan. Yep. There's like primaries that kind of don't count. Yeah. So basically what happened, long story short, is the, the state changed the rule <laughs> uh, for the date of the primary. Uh, they changed the law to, to force the Republicans to hold the primary yesterday. But Republicans, okay. under Republican can, uh, RNC rules, they said it can't be this early for Michigan. So mm. they had to basically hold the primary. The way they decided to work it was to say a portion of the delegates would be distributed through the primary process as is normal. And then a portion of them would go through the convention later on. The complication with that is there are two competing conventions going on apparently in uh, in Michigan as well. So weird. I don't the whole thing. Of course, the good thing about I guess the, all of this is none of it matters because yeah, it, the, I mean, the, you've got the nominee, nominee is quite clear. Yeah, but it is uh, you know kind of a embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> like it just it it's yeah. constant. Couldn't, couldn't get it together in Nevada. Can't get it together in Michigan. Can you get it together for the general election? I don't know. Uh, let's hope so. I don't know. Let's hope and pray so, because I'm telling you, if the Democrats win, I don't care who's on the ticket. Uh, it's yeah, and, a bad sign and for look, America. The Democratic side is much more interesting. We can spend a quick moment maybe on the Republican side. You know, Donald Trump is obviously won by 41. He won by 41. He's going to this nomination without a problem. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the it, people keep saying, well, why would Nikki Haley stay in this race? Which is a good question. Mm-hmm. However, I think also a good question is why wouldn't she stay in this race? You don't believe that she's hurting herself for the future? No. I mean, I think she's already, she's burned all the MAGA bridges at this point, right? She's not going to be in the administration. I don't think she wants to be in the administration again, right? I I mean, she's already served with Donald Trump. I don't think she has any interest in that. Um, She's not going to be the vice president. She's not going to be the vice president. This is all past. Now, Mm -hmm. look, with... Donald Trump is famously forgiving to people who yeah. turn around, if endorse she him, around and, and endorse him and say was wonderful good to things. Him. I don't think she'd be vice president by any no. means, but like, could she get a speaking part of the convention? Probably. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, you know, and having a few delegates might give her some. I mean, he overcame that with Ted Cruz. Right. And that seemed a nastier fight than this. Yeah. As far as I know, she he has not accused Nikki Haley's husband of murdering any presidents. <laughs> no. Or no, as far dad. As I, sorry. Dad. Right, of, of dad. Murdering any presidents. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, look, there's not. He is he is able to get over stuff. He is yeah. this is one of Donald Trump's strengths. He yes. gets he's quick to anger and quick to forgiveness. Yes. Um, so that is just the way say. he operates, which is fine. You know, mm-hmm. that's, everyone knows that about him. And if Nikki Haley um, comes out and is passionately endorsing and campaigning for him, she he will probably forgive her and everything will be fine. You're seeing it like Ron DeSantis endorsed him, but like is. Still sometimes critical of things going on. Seems to keep a distance, too. And there hasn't right? been an embrace, it's, right? He's not like Ramaswamy, who's touring right. with him and right. showing up and talking for him and all of that. And so, uh, you know, none of this really makes that much of a difference. It doesn't yeah. matter if Nikki Haley has a speak. It, I don't care about that at all. 
you know, look, Haley is, I don't either. Uh, is there as basically a protest candidate. But the reason why I say what's the point is I don't think she's hurting herself for the future. Um, I think the future for her looks more like the Paul Ryan future, which is serving on the board of a major corporation. Making a million dollars right? a year. Making a million dollars a year. You know, mm-hmm. he, you know, Paul Ryan's on the board of Fox, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, there are gigs she will be able to get. You want to see her as a consultant for, you know, Raytheon. Like she's going to be, she's got to have a hundred <laughs> offers. She's got to get Raytheon. There's no question. Totally. About that. Like as she's, she's built yeah. her credibility in the defense, particularly in the defense area. Yep. She's going to get a good gig coming out of that. She could be a professor somewhere. She's going to have a hundred different opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's her path future. Her, her future path is not. I'm uh, the you know ambassador to the United Nations again in the Trump administration. That's not what she's looking for. Mm-hmm. So her being there and hanging around as a protest candidate is not a crazy option. She's got the money. Mm-hmm. And remember, it's Super Tuesday's next week. Yeah. So like, why right. would you bail now and not at least go through Super Tuesday? And I think it'll be fun. When she doesn't win a single state. I don't think she will. She won't. I don't, I don't I, see any path to this. Tell me where she's going to win even one state. I it, I don't think it can happen. You it could can't happen. The two best chances she had to win were really New like, Hampshire well and South placed, Carolina. which was New Hampshire and South Carolina, and she didn't yeah. win either. She lost by 11 and 20. Now, I think she'll probably lose all the states by more than she did in New Hampshire, uh, which was 11 points, probably more all than all than uh, South Carolina, which was 20. And... Uh, Honestly, like I, I, I'm testing myself a little bit on the rules, but I believe if for her to even be on the ballot at the convention, she has to win five states. Oh, so, wow, I could be wrong on that. So, excuse me if I am. But the the I won't. I'm going to hold you, you to that. Really? Yeah, you've made oh the statement. God. Now I'm holding you to it. I asked you to excuse me. <laughs> no, I, mean, I can't. Okay, well, I can't. I, I wish I could. You know, I should have got your <laughs> approval of that excuse before I said it. But you so didn't. I apologize. So. But if I'm wrong on that, I apologize now in in retrospect. But I don't see there's how there's a there is a path in theory for her Mm -hmm. to win five states. But it means like Donald Trump drops out of the race. (laughs) That's that's the path. Right. Right. I don't I I don't you know, or Donald Trump. There's a video released with uh, him uh, and, uh, you know, Joy Behar at a sex tape, like something like that might <laughs> make Donald Trump just be so detested by voters. I, if that happened, <laughs> I, I, he loses all credibility. Right, like, right. I'm not voting for him. No, I'll I'm tell you this voting. right now. I not will not vote for, for Donald Trump if he has a sex tape with Joy Behar <laughs> under any circumstances. So if it exists, it better stay under wraps. Yeah. Because that ends it. For I, me, right I, I don't care. Sorry. I will done. not. Just, I don't have care the how good his policies, policies in are. the world. Yeah. No. No. Sorry. Can't no. go with you if on his that. His judgment is that bad. I refuse yeah. to vote for the man. <laughs> uh, but, like, look, this has been a foregone conclusion for a while. Now, there's. it's also a foregone conclusion over on the Democratic side. We know mm-hmm. if a normal primary occurs, Joe Biden is going to win and he's going to win it by a lot. Mm-hmm. People at, at back in the day, and I told you at the time, no, the one poll that shows RFK Jr. at 20% does not mean anything in the Democratic primary. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump, or excuse me, Joe Biden is not going to lose that primary under any normal circumstance. Health, obviously, is a whole other story. We'll get into that a little bit. There's a new development on that one, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But what was interesting in Michigan is you have a big Arab American. Uh, um, voting and again when I say big it's about 2% of voters it's not that big but it is big mm. in comparison to all the other states and there's a hardcore push mainly by Rashida Tlaib to get people to vote 
uncommitted in the primary last night against Joe Biden as a protest to say. And some did. Tens of thousands did. did. Yeah. So they these groups that were organizing this that are. It depends on how you want to say it. Pro-Palestine, pro-Gaza, pro-Hamas. Listen to Michigan. Uh, It was a big campaign that was targeted toward and led by Muslim Americans, Arab Americans, young progressives. And there was actually two or I think two or three groups trying to get people to vote uncommitted. There was an organized effort in in Michigan for this to happen. And they were hoping to get to 20,000 votes. Now, 20,000 isn't a really high bar to understand this. I think one of the years Barack Obama... I think when Barack Obama ran for re-election, I think there was 20,000 uncommitted votes in Michigan. So it's not a super high bar, but they, that was the bar they set. And they cleared that bar by a wide, wide margin. Do you have the number in mm. front of you, Pat, the upda- updated number? Yeah, let's see. It just says they were hoping for 100,000. Oh, okay. Uh, looks like more than 79,000. So 79,000. Now, 100,000 was a, a higher number than I had heard initially uh, going into this. I had heard they wanted 20,000. But they passed 20,000 when only 21% of the vote was in. Wow. So they ha- they cleared this by a Pretty mile. Good. They got to 79,000. This is a significant thing um, for for Democrats because you know, we're talking about a close election. Michigan should mm-hmm. be a close state. Obviously, Donald Trump won that in 2016, and I believe lost it in, you know, it was, won it in 2016, lost it in 2020. So this is the type of purplish state that could be a determining factor in the presidential election. And if you lose 79,000 votes, mm-hmm. in theory, that, that could, could be massively uh, vital to yeah. his uh, to Trump and Biden and who wins this election. Well, I think Biden won by 11,000 in 2020. In 2020. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 79,000 votes is significant under, under those circumstances. Right. Really significant. Yeah. Now, so... Uh, who knows? You, you you might think hear that news and be like, "That's great news," and that's an understandable reaction to that news. If you want the country to have some success in the future, mm-hmm. that being said, it is not all good news. Number one, the reason why this is happening, as we mentioned, a lot of you know the pro Hamas wing of the Democratic Party is the one flexing their muscle here. And mm-hmm. what does that mean? Well, it likely means it's creating a massive incentive for Joe Biden to become more anti-Israel. Now, you might think we're too pro-Israel. Maybe you don't like the funding going there. Maybe there's a hundred different reasons why you might not think that's a a thing that is concerning you. It concerns me quite a bit. I I think America abandoning Israel is a horrible, horrible thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think that's a good outcome. Strategically... Uh, biblically, uh, in spiritual, in every in single every way, way mm-hmm. it's a bad thing for us to do. I think it's terrible. And this is now, this is going to incentivize Joe Biden to become more anti-Israel publicly. Now, mm-hmm. if you are a person who cares about Israel, you might be thinking, wait a minute, he can become more anti-Israel? Like, that is that, a, is that an option for he's him? He's already trying to shut him down. He's already trying. He's already criticizing them. He's mm-hmm. already saying they went over the top with their response. He is not... Yep been pro-Israel in his response. No. But because we're talking about the Rashida Tlaib wing of the Democratic Party, they think anything other than wanting Hamas to take over the entire region is anti-Palestine. These are people... I mean, Rashida Tlaib seems to have a desire for all the Jews on Earth to be wiped off the planet. She sure does. She seems to have Mm -hmm. a uh, a, Ger- a, a mid-30s German view of the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. And she seems to be darn clear about it. I mean, she does everything but blurt out, I was reading Mein Kampf last night when... 
Mm-hmm. So this is, the idea that these incentives are created inside the Democratic Party is not a good thing if you care about Israel. But it's also a really worrying thing if you happen to be a Republican and want Donald Trump to win this election. And let me tell you why here in just a second, because it's not, this is not all flowers and lollipops here. If, you know, seeing bad news for, for Joe Biden is, of course, probably good generally, but it has some hidden problems in it. And we'll get to those here in just a second. First, I have to tell you about uh, Rough Greens. You know, dogs have been man's best friend for a really long time, whether pacing around the campfire at night, you know, a long time ago, or looking out with protective eyes toward the possibility of danger, maybe hopping in to just you know, enjoy, enjoy the car ride and uh, hoping they don't, you know, of course, pee in the car, which happens occasionally. If you're like me, your natural response is to want to give that dog the happiest, healthiest life he or she can possibly have. And that's why we love Rough Greens. Rough Greens is in a dog food. It is a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on top of the dog food. And remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. They're going to give you uh, your first trial bag for free. For free. All you have to do is pay uh, the shipping on that. 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. Give them a call today. 10 seconds, station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. All right, Stu, you were explaining why this is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, because right now, let me give you the last uh, few polls here. This is the the general election polls. Trump Mm -hmm. plus one, Trump plus six, Biden plus four, Trump plus four. Trump plus six, Trump plus one, and a tie. Okay? That gives you, right now, real clear politics average is Trump plus two. Mm. Now, I think a lot of us are really optimistic about how this is going right now. This is the best, by the way, this is the best place Trump has been in any of his uh, runs for president, as far as polling goes. He's Mm. in a good position. But it's a two-point margin. Now, he looks a little bit better in the swing states uh, than that. So I would say it's a little more optimistic than a two-point margin. But still, it is a small margin when you're looking at the polls. And the reason that margin exists, a large chunk of it, are two things. One, the, the type of stuff that we saw in Michigan, <laughs> hardcore AOC to Rashida Tlaib type voters abandoning Joe Biden over the Israel-Palestine thing. Yeah, Because he's not left-wing enough. Right, he's not left-wing enough. Mm-hmm. And number two is younger voters largely making the same sort of calculus um saying looking at this largely israel palestine and being a big function of why they're abandoning him right now paint a paint yourself a picture for a second there is a person who's 22 years old in michigan who is an aoc rashida talib type voter who is currently telling pollsters they are going to vote Possibly for Donald Trump. In November, do you believe that's real? Do you believe after six months of Trump versus Biden on their television screens every single night that they are going to go go to the poll and just say, you know what? I'm going to go Trump. I'm mad at Joe Biden for being too pro-Israel. While at the same time, Donald Trump will appear and will be much more pro-Israel than Joe Biden is. If you think that person exists, 
I, you've got a totally different vision of the world than I do. Because I don't think that person exists. Now, a person probably does exist that says, you know what? Joe Biden has been too pro-Israel. I'm going to stay home. Uh, Joe Biden has been too pro-Israel. I'm going to vote for Cornell West or Dr. Jill Stein. That person probably does exist, but that group is really small. Tiny. And I'll tell you, it's, it is definitely smaller. They could smaller. go RFK. They could go RFK, right? Same thing. There is a third party option. Some of these people will flake mm-hmm. off to the third party, but I'm telling you, it's going to be that a small number percentage. is smaller than they're telling pollsters right now. Yeah. And and what we see now is a two point margin in these polls. Mm-hmm. So there's something really, really legitimate to be worried about here, and that like this margin is not a margin built on well, you know, the economy sucks under Biden, and therefore I'm going to Trump, and it should. It should, it of course. should pivot on that very issue and the border issue. And the border issue. Those are two things that are glaring yeah. Biden problems. But I think what you will see, Pat, and correct me if you think I'm wrong on this, what you will see in the next six months is Joe Biden repairing the relationship he has with far-left voters and yeah, embracing a more anti-Israel position here. Yes, he will. And most of these people will come back to the fold for Biden when it really matters. When yeah. they see Donald Trump might win. Well, it looks like they're already forcing Israel into a ceasefire or a pause or whatever they want to call it that they don't want right now anyway. So they're, they've already forced that issue. Biden just said yesterday or the day before that by the weekend or by Monday— there will be a ceasefire. Right. And seemingly no huh. one else seems to understand yeah. what he's talking about here. I, 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 right. I don't think Israel or Hamas is that close. I, I would I be surprised so if either. it's done by Monday. Would you be surprised if it's I done would. by Monday? Yeah, I would. You know, I'm not, I will not be surprised that eventually something happens, uh, you know, down the road eventually. I don't think this goes on forever. Mm-hmm. And I think like what they're talking about is a short term ceasefire, right? I mean, yeah. this is just a you know, yes. return some hostages, get a few weeks. Right. And which, maybe get the rest of the hostages back, mm-hmm. which would be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they'd have to give up to make that happen. Probably 7,000 Palestinian criminals. Right. Yeah. It's thousands. Terrorists. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by the way, Pat, if you care about the Israel Hamas thing at all and hate the way the mainstream media covers it, you will enjoy the uh, piece up at youtube.com slash studios America sportscasters announcing the battle between Israel and Hamas. It's doing very well and uh, it'll make you laugh and make you cry at the same time. Glenn Beck. If you've never dodged a bullet before, uh, let me tell you what it might feel a little bit like. Having your car break down on the side of the road, but knowing that you've got car shield because you'll be just fine. You've dodged the bullet. When you enroll with CarShield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as 100 bucks a month, flexible month-to-month coverage, your choice of an ASE certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, and complimentary towing and rental car options. These are great tools you need in your toolbox. You also need no uh, long-term contract, and you don't get that with CarShield. CarShield administrators will handle all the paperwork and repairs so you don't have to. They cover over 5,000 major parts and systems as well, so you're not left uh, in the lurch. And you get a price lock guarantee as well. Your price will never go up, no matter how many claims you file, and it will never go up, even as mileage on your car increases. Talking about Car Shield forever, and you know it's, it's something that has benefited us many, many times. Call now, 800-227-6100, or visit carshield.com slash Beck. 
Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Call now. Save 20% on your plan. It's 800-227-6100 or visit carshield.com slash Beck. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, live, 6 to 8 Central, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome, Pat and Stu for Glenn today, 888-933-93. I just lost my mind when I saw this Joe Biden, Seth Meyers clip. Lost my mind. Why? Um, you just really wanted ice cream? Uh, yes, mm-hmm. that was it. First of all, the ice cream thing is ridiculous. It's asinine that, the two, of them, that the two of them went out for ice cream and Joe Biden looks like a moron the whole time. Well, he is he is a moron, so it's hard he, for him not to look like that. I mean, he lies about a lot of things, but he does like ice cream. He does he like does ice legitimately cream. Legitimately like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say that's a that's a real thing. Yeah, he gets it seemingly for every meal. Yeah, I, I don't I don't he know. Does. What, he does. He does seem to eat a lot and of ice cream. Good for him to be able to you know say. not develop diabetes, and he has it every day like I used to. But I developed diabetes, right. so it did affect me worse than him. Apparently, the most likable thing about his presidency. <laughs> Right? Like, it's the best thing he's done in office is eat I guess. ice cream. Yes. Yes, that is true. But, uh, you know, they're making such a big deal out of this supposed Trump gaffe where he calls his wife Mercedes. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. It is so ridiculous. He, so he's basically as senile as Joe Biden, That's right? what they're trying. That's even that's more what I keep so. Hearing. He, he doesn't even, even know his wife's name, Stu. Now, it's weird to bring that up because... <laughs> Several times, Joe Biden has messed up his wife's yes, name. Yes, he called her his sister. Mm-hmm. He he has messed up on well everything, everything. But mm-hmm. here's let me show you the reference they're making from CPAC with Donald Trump, and you tell me. My wife, our great first lady, she was a great friend. People loved her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people love her. Oh, look at that! Wow, Mercedes, that's pretty good. Okay, he's He's speaking to Mercedes Schlapp, his assistant. She's in the campaign. She's seated in the front row where he's looking, and he's pointing something out about, you know. What crowd reaction, maybe? And look at that, Mercedes. It's a different subject than his wife. He's not referring to his wife as Mercedes. No. Now, it's funny, because I hadn't seen that clip. Is it not? I I saw the headline. Uh-huh. I saw the coverage of it. Yeah. I had not seen the clip. It's blatantly obvious he's talking blatantly to someone in the obvious. crowd, and that's where Mercedes Schlapp is. Thank now, you. if there was, like, if he had, you know, there's no one around named Mercedes. Then it's a different right? like, thing. Then maybe. you might say, yeah. okay, but like the fact that Mercedes Schlapp is there, and by the way, you know, <laughs> the Schlapp family is very well tied into CPAC. Like, this is not like yeah. a. Right. This is like their, their turf. Right. Uh, bizarre to bizarre. Uh, to even try to claim he's referring to Melania in that clip. Come on. So night before last on Seth Meyers, here's what Joe Biden said when he's asked about, you know, he's tossed this softball about his age because Seth Meyers is trying to set him up for this big home run that he supposedly hits. Concern for American voters. How do you address that concern going forward as you come up to the 2024 election? Well, a couple of things. Number one, mm-hmm. you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't uh, remember his wife's name. Yeah. Uh, oh. I, it's unbelievable. Number I, one. Hey, come on. Number 
The fact oh, that this is actually ha- now it's happened to to Joe several times. Yeah, where he's forgotten, not forgotten, but like you know he was had both he of those made people mistakes. nearby, but yeah. clearly like meant to talk about his wife and used his sister's name, for example. Mm-hmm. In the Trump clip, he's clearly looking and referring to someone else. It's yes. just he's just he's right. like, hey, look at this. They really love Melania. It's kind of it seems like what he's referring to. They, yeah. they start cheering wildly for Melania, and mm-hmm. he looks over to And then he's Mercedes, on a different topic, that, yeah. like, oh, okay, and then there's this. Hey, Mercedes, that's not bad, right? It's so obvious. So obvious. The, but this lying douchebag of a president, <laughs> I mean, it's such an obvious lie. And you use that lie. in the, in the uh, medical it, With all sense. the, yes, yes. In the medical way and with all the respect due to Joe Biden. Um, I, that's how I use douchebag in this particular instance. Now, you don't think there's any worry about <laughs> Joe Biden's health, do you? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Really? Uh, he just had, this is breaking news today. Uh, President Biden told reporters that he's getting his annual physical as questions mount about his mental illness or fitness, uh, as he seeks his second term. Now, supposedly there was nothing on the schedule about this. There was no allusion to the fact that he was going to get a physical today. So that's why they're calling it. The headline is Biden makes unexpected trip to Walter Reed. Yeah, listen to this. Listen to the sentence. The doctor's appointment was not announced in advance, nor was it on the presidential schedule given a day ahead of time to the executive press corps. Now, I guess there could be a reason. You know, a lot of they don't put everything on his schedule. Right. uh, First of all, especially lately, because they don't want protesters showing up. Yeah. He's been heckled so much by pro-Palestinian protesters lately that they're, I think they're trying to keep his schedule secret until the last minute and then they show up somewhere. Maybe that's kind what this is. Kind of an issue. I, uh, kind yeah. of an issue for the president. I, I mean, like it he is. has a lot of uh, protection and he's going to Walter mm. Reed here. He's not going right. to like Sabaro downtown. <laughs> right. I, I, don't, I don't understand. Now he goes to ice cream places all the time with no problems. Yeah. But uh, I guess uh, he's, I, I, I don't, I don't buy it. They wouldn't tell us. I'll tell you that much. They would not tell you if he was having health problems and was rushed to Walter oh, Reed for some they reason. Wouldn't. No, and they look, would not. You know, we, you know, Trump wasn't exactly excited about telling when he had COVID yeah. near the election. They, they weren't excited about talking about that either. I mean, they, there's a reason why you want to come off as a strong, mm-hmm. physically uh, virile president, president, right? You don't. You want to project that strength. Yeah. Now, obviously, Joe Biden is incapable of doing that at this point. Uh, and the worries here over his health are real. And it's also, there are, there's a decent amount of people inside the Democratic Party looking for a way to get him out. They realize that the fact that they're losing to Donald Trump, the, the man they think of as Hitler himself, mm-hmm. is not only dangerous for them, but also embarrassing for them. I mean, I think they think this should be easy. And it's not easy because, Donald, because Joe Biden's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it should be. It, and look, he's definitely, he's compromised and we can all see it we all yeah. know it uh and when you play clips side by side from today as opposed to even three or four years ago yeah the difference is is incredible measurable. and it's it's interesting you know because obviously like donald trump is also uh, you know older right he's in his late 70s mm-hmm. and he's about four years younger than joe biden if you go back and look at the polls from joe biden's 2020 run his numbers are pretty similar to trump's as far as how many people think he's too old to be president. Mm. That four years, though, it makes a big difference, as it we've sure all does. seen and we've yeah, all witnessed. And, you know, I mean, I think if you 
think about this, Pat. If you, let, let me go give you a blank slate election for a minute. Let me let me paint you the details of it. The president is going to take control of the country at a time of borderline economic depression over a pandemic that has just swept the nation mm-hmm. and affected us in ways that we have never seen in you know in, in a century. The fact that you take over at a low point like that, right, where Joe Biden took over, it would almost seem impossible to blow that next election, right? Because you're coming from such mm-hmm. a, a dark space. This is a good, a, a good example of this is Barack Obama back in 2012. He took over in the 2000, after the 2008 election in a time of, you know, century-long economic problems, right? We had the 2008 collapse. He took over at the bottom of that. And we remember how bad his performance was bringing the country back. But still, it was an improvement over where he took over because he took over at a low point. Yeah. Conveniently for him and for Biden, they both took over at low points in our country's history. So anybody should be able to make it better than that. And of course, you know, look, life is better than it was in 2020, certainly right now, because of the fact of we're not dealing with the COVID stuff. And it's allowed him to claim the lie that he created 14, 14 million, million jobs. jobs and all this stuff. It's now, garbage. We all know that's a lie and we all know yeah. that's nonsense, but like it's usually enough to win an election, mm-hmm. especially when the the Democratic uh, media will continually back you up on those claims and say Bidenomics is working and all this other crap that no one should believe. But like even with that runway... This man is losing. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you mm-hmm. imagine? Imagine, picture ourselves, Pat, as is a show that is on the left. How angry we would be every day that they haven't switched this guy out. <laughs> That's all we'd be talking about. Yeah. How can you let this guy be the the candidate? I look. Right. I you know we, we can complain all we want about Donald Trump if we're on the left, but like, why would we allow this opportunity to exist? Put somebody in there who could just win. Mm-hmm. There has to be somebody out there. Who can win and not be like Joe Biden? Part of the problem, though, is they've got such a weak bench. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah. If it's not Michelle Obama, and I really don't believe it will be. Unlike Glenn, I, I don't. You're not on the train? No, I'm not on I've the been keeping a list. Michelle Obama train. I got a list right here. She hates the country too much to do that job. She's not going to do it. Glenn, this is the Mich- Michelle Obama heads. Okay. Because I have a bet now with, with Glenn on this. Yeah? $1,000? He upped it to $2,000. Ooh. Really? $2,000. And I have right. another side bet with Jason Buttrell for $100 on this. I'm wow. writing all this down. Okay. 100 to Because I may very well lose this. I'm, I'm more nervous now than when I made the bet. I will admit to that. Uh, but um, no way. She's not going to run. She's I, not see, I like going talking to run. You need to come on the show more often. <laughs> I like this. Uh, some of the Michelle Obama heads I've talked to, Glenn Beck, Jason yeah. Buttrell, Dan okay. Andros, Bill O'Reilly, Stephen Moore. All say that they think there's a really good chance of Michelle Obama actually being the nominee when it comes down to it. No interest. She's got no interest in it. I I hope you're right. Especially now that they're 100 millionaires and they're living this lifestyle. There's no way she wants to go back to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It's a lot of power, Pretend like she loves this country. She doesn't. And she doesn't want to even pretend. change it into what she wants it and mold it into what she wants to be. I don't buy it. I I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so either. And I still think it's a good bet on value. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I'm I'm happy with the the wager. Yeah. However. You should be. I think you should be confident in it. Yeah. Especially because even if Biden drops out, I can still, we still would push if, unless it's Michelle Obama. So like Gavin Newsom is the nominee or Kamala yeah. Harris. Oh, there's no money that exchanges hands. And, and that's, 
that's their bench. Okay, you got Kamala Harris, you got Gavin Newsom. He's got a terrible record in oh, California Newsom's that you can terrible. exploit. And that's, I mean, he's done before he even gets started. Other than that, do you go back to Hillary? No way. No. Do you they try to Hillary. dig up the old fossil climate change man, Al Gore? No way. <laughs> I mean, I would have believed that a few election cycles ago. Yeah, no, it's too late right. for, for In the 2012, Gore, maybe yeah. you think I think we actually kind of were thinking it was a possibility in 2012. Richard Gephardt is the only... <laughs> Dick Gephardt's obviously Dick the solution Gephardt here. is obviously the one. He could, <laughs> There is the bench strength. I mean... If sh- you go to, and what is he, 84 or something? I mean, it's... Who else are you going to pull? I mean, J.B. Pritzker? No. No. I mean, Josh Shapiro, I think, is somebody they talk about. I think... Nobody knows who he too, is. It's too early. Yeah. And you can't... Way too you early You need to that. slot someone in who is already established. That's why Michelle Obama kind of makes sense, right? Like, she, she could She does make in, sense. But if she wanted to. But you don't think she, she wants to do it? Good. She doesn't want Good. to. Good. I hope that's true. I don't think so. But we would be angry if we were on the left. Oh, yeah, right? we would. I'm assuming this is what some of the left-wing talk shows probably sound like. What are we probably. doing here? Right. Like, why don't we put somebody in here And why didn't we do 100? it a long time ago? The guy's clearly compromised. We should have done this a year ago. Because, you know, now time's wasted. You better get some... If you're going to make that change, you better do it now. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Pat. It... You're on the left. I want you. You are. Mm-hmm. You are king of the left for a moment. You mm-hmm. are. You are uh, the king of the Democratic Party. You make all decisions. All right. You don't can except you can't have Michelle Obama. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you one decision. You get to make it. Okay? okay. Yes. If you had the choice right now, would you swap out Joe Biden for Kamala Harris? No. And let me get. Hold on. Let me give all you. Right. The, let me give you a give little bit the, of rationale here. All right. Joe Biden's terrible. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris also terrible <laughs> yes okay but they're while while her approval ratings are slightly worse mm-hmm. they are both really close to each other it's a point or two difference it doesn't really make much difference in this election mm-hmm. and the thing about kamala harris is if she were to run and uh f- well first of all you take off the table the age thing that's a major weakness of the democrats right now yeah. you take it off the table and you now be winning yeah. the age debate Right. right, because now you got a seventy-seven-year-old yes. versus what, a fifty-something-year-old. Uh-huh. So now you've, you're winning. You've taken a major weakness and turned it into a positive. Number two, worst-case scenario, Kamala Harris gets in there and loses, but then you're done with her. You're rid of you're you're rid, you don't have mm-hmm. to answer the what about Kamala Harris question ever again. Mm-hmm. She's lost. Mm-hmm. So at least at the very least, you're now done with her. If Joe Biden runs and loses, you still got Kamala Harris around. You still got to deal with it. If she wins, you really got to deal with it. Yeah. At least you'd be done with it. And, I mean, what's the risk? Is it that much worse? I don't know. Think about it for a second. Give All me right. your, your answer. Mm-hmm. Here a second. Uh, how much convincing would it take for you to be part of something miraculous today? To participate in a process that will literally save the lives of unborn human beings. Because that's what the Ministry of Preborn is doing every single day in this country. The battle for the unborn wasn't won the day that we overturned Roe versus Wade. In fact, it just, again, we're seeing right now, it just got started that day. And Preborn is rising to the challenge to save lives by introducing an expecting mother to her unborn baby through a free ultrasound. Preborn doubles the chances she will choose life. They've rescued over 280,000 babies through love, compassion, and free ultrasounds. And every day they rescue 200 more. I am really proud that the show partners with Preborn, and I would love to see them continue to do this work. I'm sure you do too, but they do need our help. The ultrasounds are free to the mothers who need them, but they're not free to, you know, overall, we need to help. So uh, continue the fight for babies' lives. 
because the left won't stop and we can't either. To donate securely, just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Pound 250, say the keyword baby or go to preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn.com slash Beck. It's sponsored by Preborn. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, the Glenn Beck program. Uh, so Stu has proposed maybe that they swap out Joe Biden for Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. That's and, my proposal to you as the king yeah. of the Democratic Party, Pat Gray. Would I accept Would that? Would you do it if that was your only choice? Because you eliminate the age and the dementia problems. Yep. You're going to uh, have other problems. You're going to sure. have other word salad problems. Yep. She's but that's bad. Would you wildly rather have, unpopular. I'd rather have a word salad or talking about how great school buses are. With a 52-year-old. Right. Than, than with an 81-year-old. Yep. 100%. <laughs> I'd rather have that cackle yeah. than, you know, Joe Biden falling over in the middle of a speech. Yeah. Would now, you do it? I don't think Kamala wins, but like you said, even if she loses, then you've rid yourself of her. Of the problem. For the future. Right. It's not a bad idea. Mm, I think I would do it. I will I will say, if I were the king of the Democratic Party, I think I'd pull the trigger on that one. Just, just do it. Right like, now? I would do it. Or do you wait until... I don't now, know. Yeah, you have, obviously, Joe Biden's not going to agree to this. It, you no, can't just do right. this. But if I could just swap them myself mm-hmm. and I'm looking for, if I wanted the Democrats to win, I would, sw- I would switch it and take my chances. The Glenn Beck Program.